appreciate each and every last one of you all. Thank you all for tuning in to this thing. Uh, just got to talk a little bit on accuracy of a quarterback that we just picked up, Tyron. Uh, Christian, I think that's how you say his name, but you can just call him Tyron Christian. Uh, the thing is, there's a narrative going around, and it's presented by Troy Aikman. He says, you just can't create it. You can't improve it. It's just something natural. And sometimes you will have pro football players and all-stars will tell you that if you don't have it, you don't have it. And, and sometimes they will be one million percent wrong. Practice make perfect, guys. It's, it's no secret sauce to this thing. We've seen people improve throughout their years and throughout their careers. You're not born with accuracy, believe it or not. That's something that's a trait that you have to study, you have to improve on, you have to work on your craft. And what I'm seeing from his film and what I'm seeing from his tape is that the guy got good foot mechanics, believe it or not. Uh, he, he has the great delivery of the ball that comes out fast and explodes out of his hand. Now, it's the conundrum piece too. The conundrum would be a lot of times people ask me these questionings here. It's like, hey, who do he have to throw to? Will a receiver make him better? I can say this. He didn't have an Amari Cooper to throw to. He didn't have a Randall Cobb to throw to. Nor did he have a, a, a Michael Gallup to throw to. So, or a John Bayer Johnson. Or you can go all the way through like the Gallatins. Now, he did in his short career, I believe, he played four years all together collectively. But I think he did through a few passes to Dallas Goddard, you know. But outside of that, Cowboy Nation, um, I, I see Mike V.A. Beach say he looks like Dak 2.0. Now, Tyron compared to Dak. What we would like to see as Cowboys fans is to see Dak has Dak to have his type of arm talent, basically. But as a Cowboys fan, you will say to yourself, Dak is a whole lot more accurate than the Tyron kid. You know, if he was more accurate, and if I think he played in a better system, then you probably seen the likes of the worlds of him being drafted somewhere in the earlier rounds or what have you. I'm talking about the Tyron kid. It's just the fact that he played in, you know, Dakota of all places. Then on top of that, he was not the accuratest of the accuratest guys out there. Or one can argue and say that he didn't have the wide receivers there. But 33 interceptions out of four years, and I, I think he had over 104 touchdowns. That's not bad at all if you look at the ratio. So I'm thinking that in a college-style uh, offense, you know, he was showing that he's movable. He runs, he, he evades, and he's, a, he's elusive like a Michael Vick. And I'm not calling him Michael Vick because I know some people hear certain words, key words, and they say, oh, law calling him Michael Vick. Or somebody saying that law calling him Pat Mahomes. Now, him and Pat Mahomes do have a weird type of strong strength out of their arm. Anytime you throw off your back foot a little bit <laughs> and then even get into your full stance to throw the ball 60 yards down the field on a dime, that's something special, Cowboy Nation. Um, what's up, man? Really appreciate y'all, man. Dallas Lee, appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in. Appreciate you all who um, tuned in yesterday uh, you know, on the uh, Cowboys Experience page. I really appreciate that. Uh, thank those who showed your support. Thank those who were just right there all around. Uh, now, do the kid have a chance? <laughs> it's a long shot, believe it or not. It is still a long shot for him to make this team. Meaning that you have to look at it from these angles here, Cowboy Nation. A lot of times when we look at 
overall skill sets as it relates to quote-unquote quarterbacks. Timing is one thing. Think about it. In order for Dak Prescott to be the starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, Kelly Moore had to go down. He had to beat out Jamil Showers. Matter of fact, I think he had to beat out Mark Sanchez, of all people. And Tony Romo had to go down. So it was a long shot. Shout out to you, Joseph Ventura. <laughs> Every time I see your name, I think of Ace Ventura. So shout out to you, Ace. <laughs> um, Dak played at a high level in teams in college and SEC. Yes, he played at a high level in SEC, which is considered like one of the brutal conference or divisions out there. If you think about it, you know, they play each other tough. And shout out to Mississippi, shout out to Mississippi State. And shout out to what Dak Prescott was able to bring to that particular organization. Now, would Dak would have been in a better situation if he decided to go to LSU opposed to Mississippi State? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? But I say this, and I'm not calling Troy Aikman completely wrong about it. You still have room to develop as a quarterback. Every day you learn it and you develop it. I know a lot of people will say, hey, Law, what are you talking about? You don't know nothing. You never played football in the NFL. Look, analysts all the time get it wrong. Shaq get it wrong. Shaq don't know everything about basketball, right? <laughs> Michael Jordan don't know everything about basketball. He played it, yeah. But look how his GM is going. You know what I mean? So, or look how he, him owning, owning the, uh, the Charlottes, what have you, Bobcats, whatever the name they are. Uh, it, it takes time, guys. It takes a certain set of skills to evaluate talent and then development. There's not a coach on this planet that can say they can't coach talent. A coach design is to coach talent. A coach design is to say, okay, I'm gonna cultivate this situation. I'm gonna figure out where's nobody else say they can grow nothing here. I'm gonna figure out how to grow something here. I'm the coach, give me the water, give me the seeds, give me the time, give me the opportunity as a coach that's something that all coach relish. They love to see talent and they love to tweaker and figure out ways how they can improve things. If you think I'm lying, shout out to McVay. Look how he improved Jeff, uh, 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 Jerry Goff from Jeff Fisher's uh, tragic situation <laughs> that he was gonna derail that kid. But those are things that I like to bring up, man. Um, uh, yeah, you said, uh, uh, you think that, uh, this, I think it's his uh, copper face. He said he thinks the kid will be practice squad. And, and there's nothing wrong with practice squad material. Uh, if he don't have the skill set to beat out a Cooper Rush, if he don't have the skill set and the knowledge to beat out a Mike White, then there's nothing wrong with being a practice squad guy. There's nothing wrong for him to be a transitional guy as well, moving over to a slot receiver or or if he got the size enough to play scat back and things like that. There's been several and I mean several quarterbacks that said, okay, the next level on this level, I'm just gonna just fold up like a tent and just go ahead and change positions. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> um, just, just I, I didn't see your rant, man. Um, uh, I, I'll, I'll have to, uh, I guess, when it's posted, when the screen is done, to just post a link or something, and I'll, I'll take a look at it, um, especially. If, if it's on Drew Pearson not being, oh, it's Drew Pearson on not being in the Hall of Fame. That's crazy. <laughs> Look, we we put Starback in the Hall of Fame. If Starback is in the Hall of Fame, Drew Pearson belongs there too. How in the world you gonna have the guy 
that that caught the Hail Mary pass. Not in there, you know. <laughs> Look, they wouldn't even call it a Hail Mary if he were if he were to drop the ball, right? So at the same time, I know that it was a different type of the league during that time frame, but the original '88 belongs in the Hall of Fame. Regardless of how you look at it, he belongs in the Hall of Fame. He just belongs there, man. Um, <laughs> that's the bottom line. Uh, he said, uh, look how you, this is my guy, Kerry Teagle. He says, look how they use the backup quarterback out there in uh, Saints land. You know, uh, you know, it comes with creativity. You know this guy, Lenahan, at the in, last year didn't have that creativity. So hopefully... Kelly Moore's regime, they'll, they'll use some more creativity. They will say to themselves, you know what? We can do this uh, backup quarterback, uh, putting them into the backfield. And I know you're talking about, you're talking about Tyson Hill for the uh, New Orleans. That kid is just special. <laughs> the Saints got a good deal from him. He's special. I think that they ran one place. New Orleans had three quarterbacks out there at one time. Oh, man, standalone complex, man. Thank you for the donation to help grow the nation, man. Really appreciate it, man. Um, yeah, man, really appreciate that, man. Um, they, do, they use a crazy, crazy system uh, down there in New Orleans. Now, do we have that, that same type of skill set to do the same similar thing? I don't know. But like I said, I saw with three quarterbacks that they had, Drew Brees. Who would have thought that you're gonna take Drew Brees off the field, bring in Teddy Bridgewater, and then bring in number seven Tyson Hills? I think that's how you say his name. That kid is special. I like his kickoff return and his speed. Just crazy. Um, <clears throat> first team to use the Hail Mary pass. Well, we the first team to coin the phrase Hail Mary pass. Look, the Dallas Cowboys are known for being one of those those teams that always was like doing new things like uh, we we the first team that made teams forced team to play his own defense you guys remember bullet bob <laughs> before he got into the league there was no such thing as his own defense but when he came into the league they were sitting like hey he was like the tyreek hill he look he probably made tyreek hill look slow believe it or not that that guy was just just crazy fast and, and uh, teams had to figure out ways how they can defend that there you go I think we were the first team to use motions and these, these sorts of things like before pre-snap motions uh, with Tom Landry Tom Landry was a was a brain I mean they need to put him back in the Hall of Fame just just vote him back in the Hall of Fame every year <laughs> um, <clears throat> Yeah, Kerry, what's up, man? Randall Cobb will be a good addition to the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, he's already on Cowboys. Taysom, yeah, Taysom Hill, yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about Taysom Hill, yeah. Taysom, 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 uh, number seven. I know that's his name. That's his number for the uh, Saints. Uh, not not Tyreek Hill that plays on our team, but I'm talking about the, the, um, the quarterback for the Saints. You guys were talking about how different quarterbacks were. We're, we're being utilized out there. Uh, don't Randall Cobb have some QB skills? Yeah, Randall Cobb, Randall Cobb got QB skills. Uh, Cedric Wilson Jr. got QB skills. Um, so I would like to see more. You guys remember 
one year that uh, I think it was 2016, Dez Bryant threw a pass uh, to to uh, Old Reliable. He got some, you know, you know, Dez Bryant is not on his team, but I think that there was some creativity that I don't know who drew that play up. Somebody can say they're Scott Lanahan, but I would like to see more of that type of stuff. Uh, it was one year, I think it was 2010 or 2011, Jason Witten threw the ball down the field. So we got some people that can launch that ball down the field. I'm going to try to find that play, and I'm going to try to do a film breakdown or a quick film session on that, on, on Jason Witten throwing the ball down the field. Uh, Rob Williams, the safety said for years, has been asking Jerry to let him retire at Cowboy, and it never happened. Or oh, you talking about Roy Williams? He was on um, I Got West Coast Cowboy Show and Boss Cowboy Show that's on the Facebook panel. Man, you guys check him, check them out. West Coast Cowboys, which is DC Scouting or Dallas Cowboys Scouting and Boss Cowboys. Um, they had a wonderful interview with Roy Williams and they was going into details. And yeah, I, I think that Roy Williams should retire a, a cowboy, but you know, it's up to Jerry Jones' wishes. Look, a lot of people leave the organizations on a bad foot. And then two to three years later, they look back at it and they say, you know what, Jerry, what's up, man? <laughs> Let your boy retire with you all, you know. And just like my boy Dez Bryant, like I said, I love him, you know, but he left on a bad note, calling people out of names, being frustrated about this and that. And it was just, to me personally, I think Rock Nation should have stepped in and said, hey, these are the things that you need to, you know, say better, you know, don't force your opinion out there and let people decide who you are, you know, you want to be able to let your actions speak louder than your words, those type of things, or um, a whole bunch of stuff, man. but it's a story of a different day, I'm going to go back to the Christian dilemma, as far as accuracy and inaccuracy, a quarterback can improve on his accuracy, a quarterback during times become better and better, they become more seasoned, seasonal, now, going through the progressions, going through their reads. Those are things that the quarterback learns and adjusts and pick up. Now, what I'm saying is that when you have the arm talent, I, I remember, I think somebody posted, it could have been you, Jess. He was talking about, hey, Russell, uh, what's this guy's name, that was uh, drafted by the Raiders. I think it was Russell. I forgot his last name. But the guy can sit on his rump and throw the ball 60 yards all on had all the talent in the world, but didn't have not an ounce of desire to continue to build upon that 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 talent that he had. And then on top of that, he got full on that liquor and a whole bunch of other stuff. What I'm saying is that when anybody have a mind to push and put their minds and focus and just like everything else that they do in life, things can happen. Jamarcus Russell, yes, 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 appreciate it, man. The guy, that's the best, strongest arm I ever seen in my life. The guy sat down, I think it was on the 40-yard line, an Indian style, and launched the ball 60 yards. Indian style <laughs> on the 40-yard line on his side of the 40 and threw it into the end zone. I was sitting there like, man. <laughs> but, you know, he played for LSU, and, you know, I'm from that, close to that area there. Natchez's not that far away from LSU. Baton Rouge, about 88 miles from, from that facility. And the guy had crazy talent. It's just that he just didn't have the mental capacity. We get people that, 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 that have those crazy, crazy um, talent, you know, and they just don't manifest it and, and become something of it. And then you get people 
believe it or not, like Dak Prescott's, who's not naturally gifted. And I'm not throwing any salt nor shade towards Dak, who's not naturally gifted, but they work hard just to get the small things out. And they improve on their deal. They improve on their deal. They improve on their deal. They improve on themselves. Then you look up and you say, man, the guy that we least expected is just killing the game. Tom Brady, guys, I can't make this stuff up. Look up Tom Brady combine highlights, NFL combine highlights. You will laugh to the high heavy. But that guy that looked like somebody's dad out there in his early 20s eventually won six Super Bowls. I'm not saying that everybody with less talent is going to win all of the Super Bowls, but it's just something something to deal with. <laughs> Can you please tell me pro football focus ranked Zeke as the eighth best running back? Question mark, question mark. There's a, look, my thing is, and I'm glad you mentioned that, uh, Flores. There's a, a new hatred going towards Zeke Elliott. Now, I get it, you know, I get it. We see that so much money and resources is spent towards running backs on our teams as it relates to if we decide to keep Ezekiel Elliott. But my thing is, if you guys were not cheering and jumping out of your seats, getting all crunk when he was running those touchdowns in 2016 or even 2017 when he ran that touchdown in against the 49ers, and then last year when he was able to pick up some steam and run some touchdowns in when we played against some prominent teams. Now, if you guys were not cheering and saying, hey, let's go Ezekiel Elliott, or Ezekiel Elliott is trash during that time, then don't start it now. Now, I will say this, and this is not me being an Ezekiel Elliott apologist for crying out loud, but I will say this. If Ezekiel Elliott was on any other team, he would not never had these type of off the field issues that's being presented upon us. This all this stuff would have been swept under the rug. He would never have been suspended for the uh, alleged domestic violence case, which the lady already admitted that she was trying to throw him under the rug. And then on top of that, he would not been the uh, the guy that was uh, he would not have been the guy that was suspended. Uh, well, got the little talk tracks about you know the Vegas situation. So those are things that I want you guys to understand and realize, man. By playing on the Dallas Cowboys, everything is magnified times 10. Now, is that a security fault? Is he a total choir board? No. He got his issues. But for those who understand who knows life in general, about the Tyreek Hill situation versus Ezekiel. I get a lot of people, I got a lot of hate mail talking about, hey, law, you don't know what you're talking about with the Tyreek Hill. He didn't do it, the lady lied on him. He blah, 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 blah. For one thing, as a father of a daughter, you see what I'm saying? There's no man in life that's gonna be able to just walk around on this earth comfortably talking about, B, you should be scared of me. You know what I mean? To my daughter. There's no man in life. That's a that is a threat. I don't care who you are. I don't know. I don't care where you're from. You finna be answering to law. That's that's the bottom line. So at the end of the day, there's no man should be able to tell his two and a half year old son or three year old son, open your open your chest up so I can punch you in your chest. That's crazy stuff. That's foolery stuff. So he can respect me. Look, when I get off of work and I pick up my daughter. She runs to me because she naturally loves me. She knows that I'm a caring father. You see what I'm saying? Now, regardless of the situation, if the little boy is scared of his dad, if he's scared of his dad because he did something to him, allegedly did something to him, that's crazy. 
two different situations. One guy was suspended, one guy was never suspended. One guy was arrested and one guy was never arrested. And I'm talking about Ezekiel Elliott versus the Tyreek Hill situation. But one guy played for the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> and one guy don't. So that's the reality. And yeah, and, and Don Ford saying facts of life. <laughs> Look, that's, that's why the Taken movie took off. Really, real talk. 